welcome back to See and Free Studio. This is Jennifer Longyan, and this is the place we come to talk about what makes us unique, special, and different. And today's guest is just that. Today I have with me Anthony Morrison. Originally from West London, uh, Anthony is a celebrity hairstylist and winner of Bravo's Sheer Genius and Hair Makeover Artist on TLC's 10 Years Younger. Now, Anthony finds himself in Hermosa Beach, California, where he is the creative director and owner of the Londoner Salon. It is LA's, I say, first open air, or he, as he says, open hair salon. Um, it's green certified. He's really found a way to uh, bring people in and create a community here in the South Bay of Los Angeles at the Londoner Salon. I'm super excited to have him here. Please welcome Anthony. Hello, hi. Hi. <laughs> so good to be here. Yes, thank you. Well, and then let's just clear up for the guests okay, real quick. Yes. Um, you didn't do my hair today. <laughs> this is not a reflection of you and your craft. <laughs> but um, I'm super happy to have you here. I do go to I'm your thrilled. salon. Yes, you do. Um, and, and that's how I met you uh, yes. a couple of years ago. But mm -hmm. Anthony, please, I'm so glad you came in today. Will you Thank tell you. everybody just a little bit about yourself um, and you know the things that maybe some people don't know yeah. and um, what you're doing here today? Yeah, so I'm originally from uh, London and uh, been here for the last 32 years, yeah. and it's been quite the journey. So um, the reason why I came to California originally was I came on vacation, spent a month, and in the month I was here, it didn't rain. There was no, <laughs> there was no yeah. fog. There was no, it was just gorgeous the whole month I was here. <laughs> and I said to my friend, oh my God, this is amazing. Does it ever rain? He goes, no, it never rains here. Except for like one or two months out of the year. Mm -hmm. And that's what kind of swayed me. I was like, oh my God, this weather's so great. As I was flying back into the UK, there was thunder and lightning. And I was like, all right, this is a sign. I'm supposed to be living in California. <laughs> so yeah. that's what kind of prompted me to eventually make a move in and, and come over to California yeah. to live. I actually think it's the same for us, <laughs> yes. actually yeah. moving from Atlanta. Um, we, we had the same experience. And yes. people would apologize if it sprinkled. <laughs> and so you're like, wait, this is nothing, right? Yeah, no, that's great. Exactly. So tell everyone your journey, you know, in, mm. in as a stylist. Like, how did you get into this field and discipline? And then, yeah. you know, how has it? manifested for you yeah um, hair has been literally a lifelong passion yeah. I wanted to be a hairdresser when I was eight years old mm -hmm. and I have pictures of me you know in the kitchen with my aunts and my sisters you know getting in the way them telling me you know go and play with your friends I'm like no I want to see what you're doing and that was at eight so mm -hmm. I've always had an affinity to be a hairstylist and um, and the journey's been great so I started off at the London College of Fashion I was there and I did my apprenticeship there. Then I worked at a wonderful salon in London called Splinters. And um, that's where I got the bulk of my training. And then I had my own salon called the Anthony Allen Salon. That's my middle name, Anthony yeah. Allen. Yeah. So <laughs> like, you went with so, that. Sounds like, it sounds like a hairdressing name, yeah. Anthony Allen. It does, it does, yeah. <laughs> so I had that for a couple of years in, in England. And then I moved out to California. Yeah. So yeah, so it's it's been it's been great, and um, you know my main philosophy of of what I love with hairstyling is teaching. Mm -hmm. So all the salons I've owned four salons in California, yeah. and all of them have been based on education, yeah. and it's all about promoting, training, educating um, the next line of hairdressers coming into the business, mm -hmm. and so. Um, 
you know, I've always believed that if you have a gift, share it. Yes. And hopefully who you share it with will share it with others. Mm -hmm. And um, that's always been my philosophy. So I still continue that same, that same motto and in my business that I have today, the Londoner by the beach, yeah. um, it's the same thing. I bring people in, I train them, make them extremely good at what they do and send them on their journey. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Well, you do have some amazing stylists because they do my hair <laughs> yes. and they're very patient with me. So thank you for that. Um, sure. So this show is all about like what makes you unique, special and different. Yes. You know, I, during this, this time of the pandemic, really wanted to lift people's spirits mm. and say like, hey, don't get down. Uh, don't start um, doubting yourself, you know, in these moments of isolation. Yeah. And sometimes people lost, lost their jobs mm -hmm. or kind of started to question um, their way a little bit. Yeah. And so that's what it was for me, yeah. is, is bringing that um, for, for people to, to, you know, and tell some great stories like Definitely. about people like you. Yeah. So tell everyone what makes you unique, Special and different. All right, so when this whole pandemic happened, you know, the salon that I have is pretty amazing. Um, we, when I moved back to the South Bay from Beverly Hills to Hermosa Beach, there's 11 other salons that surround me yeah. on Pacific Coast, on um, Aviation Boulevard. Yeah. And my whole thought was, how can I make my salon different? How can I make it more unique than all the others? And so I decided to incorporate an English tea garden. Yeah. And so for the first year that we were there, we were doing a full English high tea. So you'd come in, get your hair done, we'd serve you high tea, you know, on bone china, scones that were flown in from London, and we did the whole thing, and it was so great. And people would come in, they would sit, they would drink their tea, they would have their hair done, and they felt special. And that's really what kind of separated us from everyone else. Then the pandemic happened and we had to close the tea garden. And so after we were closed for a few months, uh, the California said, if you have an outside space, you can use it. So we had our beautiful tea garden already set up. Yeah. So I was like, why don't we just turn that into an open hair air salon? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so that's what we did. Got all new furniture. We set it up beautifully. Mm -hmm. um, it's landscaped like an English country it garden. Yeah. And so um, we started doing hair out there. We were the first salon and we still are the only salon that has an outside space Which like is, this. Yeah. And um, as a result, people are still able to come in and get their hair done where they couldn't get it done other places. And, um, you know, people are feeling down because of the pandemic and feeling a little bit helpless. You know, they were stuck indoors and so on. So we created a space where people could come to get their hair done safely mm -hmm. and um, feel good about themselves. Yes. And um, and that's what, what that makes just, you unique, special, and different. Oh, for yeah. sure, definitely. Yeah. And I can tell that you do create space because it's so. The reason I started going to your salon mm -hmm. is because when you drive down Aviation Boulevard yeah. here, yeah. your salon stands out because it's covered in greenery, yes. like, and you always decorate. Yes. Um, which, when I looked at your 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 title of creative director, I'm like, that is you in a nutshell. For like, sure. you do create space. You yes. create community, and and every time I go in the salon. And it was great to be able to get your, my hair done Definitely. outdoors, which yeah. actually felt even 
freer. Like, I don't know. I mean, it felt just even more relaxing to just be in fresh air, mm -hmm. getting my hair done in the middle of a pandemic um, and, and just have this beautiful space. Yeah. Like, and you do create that. And every time I go in there, it is, there's a new manifestation <laughs> that you have created. And yeah. I'm always seeing you walking around doing stuff <laughs> and, and, you know, welcoming everybody and having great conversations. And yeah. so that is, that does make you unique, special and different. And I think it is why your salon stands out like it. And so you did a great job at like mastering that. Um, so Anthony, like mm. the, the point of this show is to really share what makes us unique, special and different. Yeah. And I would love to hear from you. Like, what is that for you? Oh my gosh. Oh, well, <laughs> there's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> As most of my friends and family would say, there's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, you know, I, I, every day for me is an opportunity to be better. Yeah to give more, to love more, and um, to share. And when I wake up in the morning and I open my eyes, I get to see another day, and I'm just so eternally grateful for another day, another opportunity. And so I, I hit the road running. I get up at four o'clock in the morning. I, I'm at the gym by five. I work out for two hours. I get to my salon. I go, 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 and try and do the most. And, um, but I think ultimately, I've always been a little bit different. Mm -hmm. You know, even when I was very young, you know, um, my family would always say, you know, when you were like a little baby, you would always reach up and grab people's hair and, and wanted to touch people's hair. And, and so, so we knew inherently there was something in you that was gonna go towards the creative side, but we weren't quite sure. And then, you know, Eight years old, I started wearing, you know, skinny jeans with leg warmers over the top. <laughs> and they were like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know? I'm like, isn't that a thing? They're like, no, that's not a thing. It so, will be someday. <laughs> and it, and it yeah, did turn right into here. be a thing. It really did. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, I've always been a little bit different and wanted to kind of walk that line, you know, of creativity, should yeah. we say. And... Um, and I knew that from very young. So going into my teenage years, I left school when I was 15 and um, didn't take any A-levels, didn't do any of that kind of stuff. I knew what I wanted to do. I said, I want to be a hairstylist. Uh, I'm going for it. I'm leaving school. My dad was like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> what are you doing? This is not a wise decision, my son. I said, yes, it is. I, I'm, I'm clear. I, this is my lane and I'm going to stay in it. So left school at 15, went into a five-year apprenticeship. Um, went to London College of Fashion, did all those things, worked in a great salon in London, and then came over here and gosh, the rest has been really history. It's been amazing. So um, I think it's just been very clear, you know, and I've always, I've always known exactly where I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to be doing in life. Yeah. Yeah. And that's creating a space. And so one of the things that you did, talk about being unique mm. to stand out in, in this time was to create this open air salon, yes. right? During during the middle of a pandemic to yes. find a way to use your space, create a space where everybody could come together and be in community. And, you know, um, you took care of a lot of people in our community, in our neighborhood, um, and took care of their hair and just made them feel special. So that, that yeah. was, yeah, it was so important for me. I said, you know, I, I've got this opportunity. I've got this amazing space. Um, let me just create something that people could come here relax, feel comfortable, and really just enjoy getting the hair done and not feel panicked the whole time they're here. You know, it's, it's gorgeous. It's surrounded by all of this lush greenery. Um, you know, we are definitely a, um, a customer-driven 
salon. We, we want your experience to be amazing. You know, call us the, the Four Seasons or the peninsula of the hair world. You know, we are all about creating that ultimate experience for you. And so, um, and all of my staff are trained in that way. You know, I, that's what I look for when, I, when I'm hiring people. I look for, um, you know, do they have compassion? You know, do they care? You know, are they, are they willing to serve? and to take care of people. And those are the qualities, moreover being a hairstylist, you know, if you've got those qualities, then I can teach you how to do hair. But if you don't have those qualities and I teach you how to do hair, we're, gonna, we're stuck. <laughs> you know, we're gonna be at an impasse. So um, I, I, I look for all of those qualities. That's why I have such a great team. Yeah, I love that. Cause I say that to people a lot too, like there's capability and there's willingness, right? And I can exactly. teach capability. I can help you develop that. The willingness, the grit, the passion, the aspiration, that's the stuff you gotta come with, you know? Exactly. So yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. So so um, and you know, and as a result of that, many of my stylists and, and juniors that work for me, they also share that same message with people coming in and also to the clients too, so it's great. Yeah. Well, one of your stylists had to teach me like what my hair was like yes. and how to take care of it, which was great because I was like, this is super to actually learn how to take care of my hair, which I've had for 47 and a half years, yes. you know, yes. <laughs> and trying yes. to figure it out. Like, and, and I was like, she's explaining to me how my hair works. And I have naturally very like wavy hair and yeah. it's very untamed. It was nice to have somebody just finally teach me what to do with it, exactly. which was great. Um, so I think you have completely, you know, created that space for your for your stylist mm -hmm. and for your for your customers Definitely. and you know you talked about being driven and and so you talked a little bit earlier about you know goals and yeah. how you set new goals for uh, yourselves every, every, year. <laughs> every year so every tell year. us a little bit about your goals so, that you every, set every, so year. every year i set myself new goals yeah. and um and it's just a fun thing to do. You know, it kind of gets me out of being a, a hairstylist and business owner, and I get to focus on something other than that yeah. for a few hours a week. Yeah. And um, I thought that it was really important for me because sometimes you can get so immersed in what you do, you just get so lost in it. Yeah. And so I had to find something to kind of pull me away, still with a creative bent to it. Yeah. So, uh, I've been to the Epicurean Culinary Institute and I did uh, train to be a chef for one year, French cuisine, um, guitar playing, that was last year. Yeah. I can play three beautiful classical pieces right now. Yeah. And so, uh, I'm, you know, I'm still gonna keep I going. I wanna walk into this lot and have you playing, by the <laughs> way. Will, that will. would be great. I will, okay, I'll, good. I'll, I'll do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, last year I did sewing, mm -hmm. um, ballroom dancing I've done, uh, fashion photography, um, yeah, and so, so every year I'm just kind of adding to that pool and just kind of like learning new things and, and, um, and floral arrangements. Yeah. So now I do beautiful floral arrangements and I do all the flowers, I do all the landscaping of the salon myself. Yes, you do, <laughs> yeah. And, um, and you know, I come in on Sundays and spend half a day just digging and planting and you know pruning and just making sure the space looks beautiful, and um, that's another way for me to relax as well. Yeah, yeah doing you know doing gardening it's like so therapeutic. Therapeutic, oh, yeah. It's so therapeutic. I've heard that about gardening. I haven't quite gotten there yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I have. Um, you know, I, I love I love the idea of it, like being with the earth and like creating something and just watching it grow. I, I mean, I think that's a 
phenomenal thing to do. Um, and I admire people that can do it. And, and your salon is beautiful. Like you, you, you have this wonderful English garden, which yes. I had, I've lived in London, so I recognize <laughs> yes, those, those, yes. those English gardens. Um, and just going there, it's very peaceful, it, you know, is, being outside with the sunshine and oh. the fresh air and then the beautiful space you've created. And you know, getting your hands in the soil, as you said, is so important. Yeah. And the plants they know that you're around. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, if I see a plant and one day it's not looking too good, I'm like, oh my goodness, what's wrong with you? What yeah. happened? <laughs> like, all right, here's a little extra water for you. And oh, come on, you can make it. Yeah. <laughs> People think I'm crazy as they're walking by. They're like, okay, what is that guy doing? <laughs> He's talking to the ground. Okay, what's going on? But it really mm -hmm. does work. Yeah. You know, and sometimes I sing to them, good morning, good morning. <laughs> oh, look at you. <laughs> That's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> These two things like that. So, this guy's crazy. That's great. Um, but, but it brings me immense joy. Yeah. And I, I love it so much. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's I, it's good. Well, and it shows. Like it shows in in what you do because it is. It's a like I said. I it, it captures your attention when yep. you drive past the salon. I love driving past the salon. It makes me happy yeah. to see the the vines along the side of the building and just all of the greenery and the flowers. Mm -hmm. And then whatever season it is, you always have amazing decorations <laughs> and lights. And oh, yes. you know, I mean, it's um, it's a spectacle and it's a really beautiful thing because it does it's it stands out like when you're driving along all this concrete and there's your space. So, well, when yeah. I took that building over three years ago, it was this horrid stucco. And like just nothing building <laughs> that you wouldn't even notice as you would drive. Yeah. And um, I tried painting it and I was like, no, that still doesn't look good. And um, we tried, you know, putting like little borders around everything to kind of pop the window. I said, no, that doesn't look good. So I just covered the whole salon in green topiary. Yeah. That the whole, so now it looks like an English country it does. cottage garden. It does. Salon. And um, then that got us noticed. And then the landscaping came in and everything else. And then all the lights went up and yeah. so on. So we just keep adding and adding and adding and making it even just more gorgeous and more picturesque, should we yeah. say. Well, it's, it's, it is beautiful. Yeah. And I mean, so appreciative for the space. And I, I want to just uh, stop for a second because I, I will forget to do this. But okay. I do this section of, yeah. the, of the interview where we do a random question. Yes, okay. <laughs> so you get to pick between 1 and 25. And okay. I'll give you the question. And I want to hear your answer. Okay. So what's your number between 1 and 25? Oh, jeez. Um, uh, 14. 14, all <laughs> <Yes>. right. <laughs> it's my birthday. <laughs> what do you love about your usd like what fulfills you about it like what why does it bring you such joy about my your unique special oh, and different um what i love about that is i get to make people feel good yeah. and uh, again and that's kind of like why i went into the hairdressing business in the first place because i realized just by creating gorgeous beautiful hair, somebody walks out of your shop just a little bit taller, a little mm -hmm. bit more confident, you know, happier, feeling beautiful and gorgeous and or handsome and rugged, whatever you yeah. <laughs> whichever. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and it's 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 a, a really rare thing, you know, mm -hmm. that a lot of people don't get to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm my hands are on you. I'm touching you, I'm creating something for you, I'm giving you something special, something very bespoke, yeah. because um, every hairstyle is very different on everybody. So we're creating um, magic, I would say, and that's what I love. Yeah. And I love seeing 
people's face light up when they see something that they never thought they could have. It's like, wow, this looks amazing. Thank you so much. This is the best this ever looked. I can't believe it. And they're so happy. So yeah, yeah that's that. That my unique skill lends to making people feel great. Yeah. So that's what I love. I love it. Yeah. And and you do. You know, I think I I, I feel that when I when I leave, but I see other people leave the salon you know, feeling like more confident mm -hmm. and in walking out just saying, okay, I, I you know, I, I know that I walked in here one way and I'm leaving here in a, you know, feeling more empowered, feeling more special, feeling taken care of. And so you do create that for, for people. Yeah, um, one of the things, speaking of helping people that I like to do is to highlight nonprofits, yeah. you know, that are trying to make people's lives better you in bet. many different ways. And the, the nonprofit, which I'm not familiar with, so I'd love for you to tell sure. us a little bit about, yeah, is Comfort Human. Yes. So will you tell everybody a little bit about it? I would love to. Comfort okay. Human was started by my dear friend, Toy Tellum. And um, I've known Toy for many years. And Toy and I used to go hiking at Runyon Canyon every morning. And um, we used to talk about many different things. And uh, she's a hospice worker. And primarily, she would sit with um, women and men that were in the late stages of Alzheimer's and dementia. And she would tell me all of these amazing things. She would speak to them and read to them and listen to their stories. And, and um, I always, I, I, and I even to this very day, I say, wow. I said, that is so admirable and so amazing that you could, that you do that. You know, you, you give of yourself in, 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 in that degree. It's like unreal. And so a couple of years ago, Tori started Comfort Human. Mm. And Comfort Human is a nonprofit organization that goes into different hospices and takes care of people that have dementia and um, Alzheimer's. And um, it's by reading to them and, and giving them things that they can hold and touch that may remind them of a certain time of their life. And um, this organization is great and it's, it's, I, I support it 100% because it is giving back and it is making people feel good and making them feel like they're cared for. Yeah. And um, this organization does just that. It's, it's, it's like phenomenal. Yeah. And um, I support it 100% in every way I can. And um, yeah, and I, I love what she's doing for this, for her nonprofit, so yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. I, I, so for, for those of you watching the show, you know, if you're, if you're watching this on YouTube, Please support Comfort Human. You know, what, what Anthony's sharing is that while people may not remember everything about their lives, they do remember being taken care of, right? And and I've, I've uh, lost somebody to Alzheimer's in my life, and it's very hard to watch them kind of slipping away and not remembering you, but they, they remember being cared for. They remember those moments exactly. that somebody came and spent with them, um, and Comfort Human is, is bringing that to life. So if you get a chance and you're watching this, go up to the end here. You'll see at the end of the show uh, a QR code. You can scan um, with your phone, and it goes directly to the website. If you are listening to this on any of our podcast channels, you can go to comforthuman.org and find them there and donate and get involved. So thank you for that. You know, thank Anthony, you. you talk about wanting to make people feel special. Yes. So I'm gonna try to get through this real quick, but I wanna tell a story about you. Okay. Um, my mother got cancer in June of 2020, mm. and it was stage one, and, and it was a bit scary because it kinda came out of nowhere, and I had to abruptly cancel my hair appointment, mm -hmm. and I called your salon manager, Cassie, who's yeah. been with you for a number of years. She has. 
And I told Cassie the story, and I said, listen, I've got I've to rush to Texas to be with my mom. And she goes through treatment, and she's very sad because she can't get her hair done. She can't, you know, be immune compromised. And I said, Cassie, can you recommend a store-bought color uh, kit that I can use, please? And so I can help her. I really want to make her feel special because yeah. she was about to turn 70. Um, it was her birthday. And not only did Cassie send me a color kit um, from your salon, a professional kit with all of the stuff I needed, but she sent me a video that you did, a mm -hmm. tutorial on yeah. how to color hair. <laughs> um, and while I still have no business coloring hair, yeah. you, made, uh, you made my mom's life so much more oh. special by that just simple gesture of doing something in that moment. And her hair was so important to her and yeah. just feeling normal and not being fearful of what the treatment would do. Yeah. Um, and then since then, my mother now has stage four cancer, but we're working on uh, beating that. But yeah. your, your stylist have come through over and over again mm -hmm. just to give her some tips and tricks and make her feel special from so far away. So I want to thank you for that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that, that makes me uh, so happy to hear that we were able to do that for you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And your tutorial videos, I mean, if I can do them, <laughs> you really are a great teacher. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? I have to separate? Uh, anyways, she, <laughs> exactly. she looked great. She yeah, looked great. It was fantastic. really good. So oh, thank you for that. Oh, I, God, you, it really means a lot. And your, oh, your, your people take care of, of our community and take care of all of your customers. Yes. So I, I just want to tell you that we really do appreciate you. And I'm glad that you've spent your life creating and yeah. continue to create and all the things that you do. So I want to thank you for being here thank today. Thank you so much for having me. This has been amazing. Thank Good. you so much. Yes. Well, thanks for hanging out with <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, it's, it's been it's awesome. Good. Come by anytime. <laughs> I will. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> well, with that, everyone, this is a wrap for today's show. Um, thank you for coming to cnfreestudio.com. This has been a real pleasure for me to be able to highlight so many incredible stories. You can visit us on any of the podcast channels you can find or YouTube or my LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Please come in back and see us.